and welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. What the frick is that? Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's a podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Have you got any big wise words there, mate? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I don't do, wise words. The one thing I remember is him yelling, where are you, where are you, where are you? <laughs> I didn't know who I was saying, where are you, to <laughs> A robber. It's very different to back home. And, and, and that's why I'm so surprised at all the restrictions in terms of COVID, because I think COVID's probably at least to be worried. Because everything else is more dangerous. <laughs> Hope that you are playing in that first test. We'll certainly come. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. Too. But yeah, we want to wish you the worst of luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. It's the podcast where you'll find the chat and debates for you and your mates. And this is an episode that we are incredibly excited about. It's slightly different, actually, from our normal weekly episode. I guess you could say it's a bonus episode. Uh, and it's part of a new series that we are doing called the Good Chat Series. Essentially, the difference is there are no time frames, no expectations, and no agenda. It's just an opportunity to sit down with a wonderful guest and have a chat. Today's guest is a cricketer who we have chatted to, you know, a few cricketers in our time. Uh, as the We Got The Chocolates crew. However, there is one key point of difference. He's an Englishman. Uh, he's here in Australia for the upcoming Ashes series. He's played 16 test matches for England. He's taken 62 wickets as a left-arm orthodox bowler. But for all our Australian listeners out there, you'll probably most remember him for his amazing contribution to a 70-run partnership with Ben Stokes at Headingley that sank the heart of all Australian cricket fans. The man that we are speaking to is Jack Leach. Leachy, welcome, mate. Thank you. Yes, lovely to be with you guys. Um, I think... Um, well, you and Cody doing this, like, all those years ago, I think I always knew that you two would uh, be a bit of a comedy act in the team, and I thought, yeah, you're definitely going to do something like this, so it's no surprise, but it is a surprise to be on, so uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Yeah, just for some context, like, Chi, uh, we might just mute that computer over there, Skin, if you can, perfect. Yeah, good idea. Um, just for some context for all our listeners there. The time that Leachie is referring to, I think it was 2012, was it, mm. Leachie? And yeah. that's when you were you yeah. were out here in Brisbane playing for Valleys, where Goaty still plays when he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> and even when I don't. Even when he doesn't. Even when he tries to retire, and that was where I was playing. That's where Goaty and I became friends, actually. Uh, so that we And we terrorised poor old Leachie. But we will get to that in a, in a second. Mitch is obviously here with us, who you probably haven't met before tonight. That's my brother, no. uh. Mitch. Uh, also plays some cricket, Nate Skin. Yeah, not that well. I think that was probably <laughs> one of the key differences. At least he's good at cricket. Um, oh, quite down the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Leachy, the first thing I wanted to ask him: We've only ever known you as Leachy. Uh, like I know that you, we, we call you Jack Leach. We always refer to you, but that's not even your name, is it? No. Yeah. Um, well, my first name is Matthew. Matthew Jack. Uh, so yeah, I'm known by my middle name. How does um, that happen? I never understand why that, why that yeah, goes on. I, I, my parents said that they uh, thought Matthew Jack sounded better than Jack Matthew. So um, that's what <laughs> us English <laughs> do. <laughs> um, yeah, we're a bit strange. But um, yeah, no, uh, that's the reason why. Wait, but what, is that a common thing in England to call people by that? No, it's name? actually no. not. No. Okay. <laughs> he just blamed it on the English. Yeah, I know. Um, no, yeah, I don't know. They just thought they went with it. They wanted me to be known as Jack, but they stuck Matthew up. um, It made for interesting times at school when, you know, the supply teacher comes in and they say Matthew and everyone goes, And and as an ex-supply teacher, I can tell you that that is the scariest time of the day. (laughs) (laughs) I'll walk in the roll call, goodness me. I like scan the list and see some names and go, this is going to be a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) And I always preface it and just go, hey guys, uh, I, my name is Mr. Drennan, obviously new, haven't met any of you before, I will get some of your names wrong, just mm. fix them up quickly and we'll move on. <laughs> and they never move on yeah, quickly, no. they just like make no a fool, chance. just laugh. R- remember we went through that period as well, you were introducing yourself as Riley yeah. as well, that's yeah. also hilarious. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard about that? Uh, it rings a bell, for what reason? What? <laughs> well, because mum was originally calling me Riley. 
and then dad didn't like it. So I ended up as Lee. Mm. So at one stage, apparently after birth, I was named Riley and mm. then like it got changed within the first couple of days because dad found a towel on the ground that said Lee, like L-E-I-G-H, spelled like that. That was what I got named after a beach towel. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> How is that a trick? Don't you do the birth certificate at the birth? Nah. No, no one's going no to pen on him in the bloody hospital ward. Don't speak for yourself, I guess. <laughs> pen 15. <laughs> oh, that's how I got there. <laughs> anyway, there's some of your other... What about, Legi, we've got a real fond fondness for nicknames on this podcast. So, Skin, mm. uh, Mitch is called Skin, yeah. uh, which doesn't really make that much sense either. If this is someone's first episode listening, Skin, why were you called, called Skin? I shaved my head when I was eight and it stuck. It was... I've, Lee gave me... Lee's an idiot. As you as you would know, really? yeah. <laughs> so, so I had about fifteen thousand stupid nicknames growing up, uh, which I won't go into too much detail about if you don't mind. But um, yeah, one of them was skin when I shaved my head. I had a mullet at one stage, and my Excellent. my school forced me to get a haircut, so I rebelled the other way and went completely bald and got the nickname skin. And nice stuck, perfect. And then then Goaty's nicknames Goaty. <laughs> Which makes more sense You'd have to say what, what about some of your nicknames Lechi? There's one that comes up on Wikipedia Which I'm wondering if you're familiar with um, Well the one that Has stuck is uh, The nut <laughs> Yes, And uh, that's for a similar reason It's because obviously I'm bald um, right. And uh, Yeah so the nut has stuck And um, yeah That's that's the reason so That makes sense yeah. You resemble a nut. Is that yeah. what they're saying? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Can you yeah. remember yeah, who yeah. the creative author of that was? That was uh, Joss Butler. <laughs> right. Um, How does that make its way onto Wikipedia? Who's Schnick's well, Wikipedia, anyone can edit Wikipedia. Yeah, like yeah I think yeah. Joss yeah. went well, on. So Joss <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, he's been very successful, but he's still got time to uh, <laughs> go on to Cammy Daddy's, surely. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's the one that's uh, definitely stuck. And I think then that everyone, you know, in the field, they're calling me ha- Hazel and um, <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is any P? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that sure. kind of thing. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a shame when I came to play for Valleys that I wasn't already... Because I had hair. Yeah, yeah, lots of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quite a bit of hair, like by my standards. Well, more than you, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, but I don't think it was long after that I was. Um, I think it was spending six months with you too. But that's probably the perfect segue, yes. actually, to get into. Uh, I mean, 2012. We were young, Gody. What were we? We were at? still at the back end of uni. Well, you were actually probably at the start of your ninth degree at university. It took you 14 years yeah, to get through uni. I was only at uni for 12 and a half years. So <laughs> sure, I mean, it was probably early on. Yeah, you say nine degrees. You you graduated. You've got one. You've one got one degree. Yeah. We got one degree, which I no longer use. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. That was worth it. That was, cost that you, was perfect. Cost you 90 grand in hex, but it's okay. Yeah, well, you never pay that. <laughs> Do you? Oh. Out, you pay soup, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you die, yeah, you can't you just move overseas. I'll go with Leachy. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> um, yeah, so Leachy 2012 came out to Valleys as the overseas player. Mm. We were incredibly excited, Gody and I. We had mm. quite a formidable friendship at that stage, and we quite enjoyed pranks. Uh, which we've spoken a little bit yeah. about. Um, on I think your name might have come up on the podcast yeah. talking about pranks. So. A couple of episodes. Well, <laughs> we tried to get Mitch. We did an episode at the Gabba recently, and we tried to get Mitch to with like a similar prank that we've tried to pull on you before. In fact, tried today. <laughs> <laughs> but we tried to get Mitch with the boys. The dress code in the Gabba is incredibly tough, like strict. So we're going button up. Goaty said, "I've got a jacket, oh. no tie." And yeah. Mitch was at work. Well, I guess Mitch, you could probably. Tell firsthand what you were thinking. Well, I was panic stations because I was I was going to come straight from work. I was in a pair of jeans and a polo. And what made it worse is I've I've had an event at the Gabba before where I've rocked up in a pair of jeans and a polo and felt horribly underdressed. Yeah, so I really believed yeah. it. I, I, I really bit. Mm. Um, and then so Godie's telling me like you know just ask around the office like surely someone will have something. But I work in a pretty casual office, so I didn't think that that was that was going to come up. I, I asked a few people to see what I could do, but I was. Like I was sold. I was going down the street. I work in the city. I was going to go down to Queen Street Mall and buy myself a suit. And so I was <laughs> convinced. At that point, we sort of just put the reins up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said to Gaddy, I was like, I don't think Mitch will be in the greatest frame of mind if he's just had to drop 600 bucks on a new suit. <laughs> on a bowl of fruit. Yeah. 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 And we tried to get Leachy today by saying, 
Hey mate, like we we always do the podcast like pretty well dressed. Mm. Are you any chance of getting a blazer or something like that? Like just wear your England blazer, that'll be fine. Leachy <laughs> <laughs> said, only Joe Root's got one of those. <laughs> yeah, but also, we responded, well, do you reckon you could borrow it for the evening? <laughs> Would have gone down a trip. Yeah, that was essentially just a trip down memory lane because some of our old. I mean, I don't know where mm. to start, Goaty. This part you you were pretty better at. I know that certainly the uh, he had a massive fear of snakes, yeah. which we exploited a lot. A lot. Well, take the snakes aside. My my favourite one is when I think we had something on in the afternoon. I think we we're going out for beers or something like that. I can't really remember. And we used to live around the corner from where Leachy was staying, and we. Um, said, all right, we'll, we'll come around and pick you up. Oh, we'll be there in 20 minutes, but we were actually standing at the front door, which he didn't know. Um, we then, he's like, all right, I'll quickly jump in the shower and get ready. And at that point, Lee and I broke into his house uh, <laughs> while he was showering. Didn't see anything, obviously. Um, but then we started, as he hopped out of the shower, we started making noises around the house. That's right. Yeah, uh, and he was panicking. The one thing I remember is him yelling, where are you, where are you, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who I was saying Where are you to <laughs> A robber uh, And then Basically what happened Leachy walked down the stairs And I was hiding Under the computer desk And I had like a rubber Stress ball And I was just going to Try and throw it out To, to make noise But unfortunately Leachy Walked past at the same time As he was walking past it, him in the side of that melon <laughs> We're sitting on the stairs yeah. trying to hide and it's hit him with the melon and I'm watching it like the whole time. Watch Leachy walk into this ball hit him in the head. We're trying to hide. I'm losing the plot on the stairs. Just like cracking yeah. up laughing. I think at that point our cover was kind of fun. <laughs> Any rebuttal, Jack? Say again? Any rebuttal? Um, well, fun, fun memories, Leachy. Yeah, definitely. I think the thing about coming away to Australia to play for six months as you grow up as a person um, and you learn a lot about yourself and what I learned was I was very gullible um, and yeah you two exploited that definitely um, trying to think um, I parked my car up obviously at, at the game and went to go home afterwards and there were two wheels missing um, and well, I also had photos of it. Yeah, that was I was panicking. That. It wasn't my car. So. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, obviously, yeah, this the toy snake I fell for every time. And then uh, what I thought coming to Australia was like everything can kill you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Didn't you get swooped by a magpie today? Um, yeah, well, today, yeah, today I was walking down the street and this thing like, hit me in the back of the. <laughs> Head. Stress ball again, <laughs> and I was like, I thought it was one of the lads or you two. <laughs> I thought it was one of the lads had like thrown, seen me and like thrown an orange at me or something. And I was about to turn around and go like, "That's not funny. That's hurt." Like, and, um, and and then there was this bird like just stood there looking at me. Not a woman, and, an actual bird. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, big beak black and white bird and I don't know, do you know what did you say it was a, a magpie, magpie, magpie yeah and, and it was just looking at me like you're gonna go then or what and <laughs> I found like I then walked away like looking at it <laughs> and then it just waited for me to go and then went off and I was like I've been completely outdone by bird. <laughs> I'm scared you've of been everything staunched here. by a magpie yeah so that is, I mean, yeah, I'm scared of everything over here. Yeah, so everything does try and kill you, essentially. Yeah. But that is one of the things that you do think about Australia. Like, English people, that's probably a bit of a stereotype, but a lot of probably English people would come to Australia thinking that exact same thing, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think um, the wildlife is, yeah, very scary. And um, it just feels like everything, especially Queensland, I think everything feels like, Tough and hard, and and I just mm. don't. Especially Lee, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just um, it's very different to back home, and 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 that's why I'm so surprised at all the restrictions in terms of COVID because I think COVID's probably at least to be worried <laughs> because everything else is more dangerous. Like COVID's no problem at all. You can still get swooped by magpies yeah. with a yeah. face mask on. Unfortunately, <laughs> take the mask off. Got both. But I actually remember you guys saying to me about the birds was to put your sunglasses on the back of your head if you weren't wearing them because is that a bird? 
we've got a bird in yeah, got something um, around you. but yeah wear them on the back of your head because then they think that you're looking at them and then they won't swoop you yeah okay, or is okay. that, uh, have you ever heard that no that could work yeah I reckon that works this yeah. is life hacks with Jack Leach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful segment you might have been mewing me there as well <laughs> yeah, yeah, if we were, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do I think that would have to work wouldn't it I think so or well, the other thing is like, I see a lot of cyclists with bloody zip ties coming out their helmet yeah, and that. stuff like that that seems pretty standard practice <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have, you had any, have you had any nightmares with a plover yet is that is that a common the plovers plover. do you know what a plover is Goaties. Oh, a plover. I thought you yeah. said plumber. I was like, no, I'm plover. Plover. <laughs> sorry, mate. I've been staying in the hotel. <laughs> broken um, pops. <laughs> um, no, no, what Someone are they? Someone fix the shower yeah. pressure in here? Well, they're just a bird, but they're like little, yeah, I don't know, like little grey birds with a yellow. steroids burst. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, they swoop, yeah. they're, they're bloody stupid. They build a nest like on the ground in the middle of a cricket field, for example, generally yeah. at fine leg. And oh, they're just... So last week at Redlands. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Was that's one where you see the skinny legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll be it. Yeah. Mental. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was doing fielding practice and I caught one quite close to it and then it came like swooping at me. And yeah, I was exactly. Like, yeah. The fielding coach was laughing at me because I was running around trying to get away from this bird because it kept swooping. Yeah, at me. yeah. that's a plan. Not just yeah. once. I was going away, but yeah, it exactly. Still they going keep going. Me. They're yeah, not like a magpie. Yeah, and apparently, I've I've never actually been hit by one. They just chase you. I've never been hit, but apparently they've got something under their wing like a little a little spur or something they can i think they oh, can right they can get you but they're not but they, they never hit you though do they they just like try to scare you well, i mean i wouldn't want to i don't know yeah. risk it i've never been <laughs> hit <laughs> but i'm not <laughs> that one i haven't sat down had a chat with him yeah. you know yeah. No, okay. yeah, yeah no you're right what about swimming have you done much like beach swimming do you get freaked um, out about that or are you right with mm. yeah i wouldn't do that in australia mm. i mean oh, when really? we got here there was but that's uh, one of the someone things died in perth swimming someone died in perth swimming obviously two weeks ago yeah, eaten by a shark. Yeah, that's not... No, no that's no, not, that's not great. So I don't but want to go in the water, obviously. You've, you've been to the beach, though. We had... Um, I actually, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jack, um, Jack, former guest of the show, Jack Wilmer, sent me a text today saying, I've got a photo of Leachie at the beach. And he, he said, it was the strangest thing. He wore sand shoes and socks on the beach the first time he went there. Really? Yeah, I've got a photo of it as well. God. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Are you, would you consider yourself a fashion icon, Leachie, or are you? Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Crikey, you look but bit, I wouldn't do that now. You look a bit dusty okay. in that too, too. Look He's at that. probably hung over the he was, boy, he, he was hung over. <laughs> <laughs> look how much hair you had. And you've got a beer in both of your hands. Yeah. yeah. You are a Terry Tourist. shocking photo. Give us a screwdriver. Let's not beat around the bush. <laughs> A fair bit of hair, You're struggling to find a positive from that photo, really, <laughs> yeah. one to bring out. That's, um, that's but it was real impressive. good memories. I must say that I had a really good time here, so mm. thank you. No, that's <laughs> right. And it wasn't your only trip. You also came back again to Australia. You went to another – you went to Perth, didn't you, as well, like years yeah. later. Yeah. Which, uh, which well, you hold in a high regard of the two cities. Are you allowed to say that or even, even? – um, well, I didn't get as much time in Perth because I was only there for three months because um, I got an in- injury towards Christmas time and then went home after. So I probably um, just spent more time in Brisbane. Um, but I think the beaches right by where I was living in Perth were amazing. The beaches obviously an hour away either side of Brisbane are amazing. Yeah. So you probably have to go a little bit further, but um, both great cities. I wouldn't want to pick. Right. You didn't have you didn't have two dickheads terrorising you at your club over in No, Perth. that's one thing okay. I didn't have. And I was a little bit older and I knew that I was gullible, so I had to watch out for it. <laughs> I think I came here not knowing it. Have okay. you said that? This is now, how many years ago was that? That's a, what, like nine years nine ago? Years ago yeah. Yeah. Nine years ago. Which he knocked on the door tonight <laughs> to come <laughs> in and he thought that we were hiding out the front. <laughs> So we've obviously stuck with him across that journey. Yeah, we've yeah. scarred memories. him, eh? Yeah, we've scarred him. We got him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Leachy, so let's bridge into some probably more, I guess, specific cricket-related chat and certainly your journey through cricket and what the game's provided for you. So that was we, we, all the stuff that we just talked about up until this point happened in 2012. That was where Godie and I knew you from when you were out here. Your journey from 2012 to now being a player that's played 16 test matches for England, how did that all happen for you? When was your, Do you still remember your debut fondly? Do you know, give us a bit of a, a play-by-play as to how you got into that position. Um, yeah, I, I mean, 
it's quite a surprise to have played 16 tests. <laughs> probably 16 more than I thought and you thought. Don't <laughs> pretend like you didn't. Um, I'll, but, I'll, I'll jump in there. On. Okay, so Phil Saxby, who you built it with while you're yeah. out here, our first night out together in Brisbane and you were dancing like a goose and trying to pick up yeah. some bird in a nightclub somewhere, I can't remember. Anyway. And it wasn't a, long, a magpie. It wasn't a magpie. Anyway, <laughs> long, long, long time ago. He said he's going to play for England one day. And I remember really? That. Yeah. Really? Saxby loves the rogue shout. He doesn't. <laughs> he was right though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. He should have put money as an opening batter, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, uh, well, what? I've opened twice for England. I know. So um, oh, yeah, I actually yeah, have yeah, forty-five opening. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, how did that happen? How did uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> How did you end up what? opening? Like, oh, yeah, we'll skip a step. Let's get to it. Yeah, was, was, sorry, yeah. sorry, it's just come up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's come up naturally. I, I was um, night watchman both times. But so as there, was a one over, there was one over left in the day. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so they were like, you go out and face the over. Because if I get out, it's the end of the day anyway. True. Because you've started yeah, the okay. over. So um, I went out and um, yeah. Amazing technique. Very hard to dismiss as we'll hear about later. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. just got through it. <laughs> um, yeah, and and yeah. But my fondest memories about so. my fondest memories about Leachy's <laughs> batting in Australia was that he like changed his technique. You know how bad I am with like oh, asking yeah. Goaty how yeah. to hold the cricket bat and changing stuff all the Triggers time. Triggers and Leachy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would like reconstruct himself every training session. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hashim Amla was scoring a lot of runs, and I was trying to do. I'm left-handed, um, <laughs> but I was trying to do Hashim Amla like shuffle across yeah, and set across. the feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, he was. What, wasn't he good? He yeah. loved an experiment with his. What number were you batting for Valley? So you, well, uh, I started at eleven. I had a match, okay, right. but then I, I actually opened a couple of times <laughs> as um, night watchman or genuine? No, 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 no just because I don't think anyone else wanted to do it. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I'm pretty um, sure we were quite ordinary at two day cricket that year. Yeah, we won the twenty. Yeah, you won. You won the twenty twenty five. Yeah, we won the twenty twenty five. We had a guy called Lee Castle. Yeah, it was quite handy. Yeah, yeah. just pogo at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm telling my story. Fuck up, Lee. It's not the Leeker episode. Um, but yeah, I guess from being at Valleys, um, I kind of managed because at that point I wasn't fully contracted with Somerset, so there was a lot of unknowns, I guess, and um, but. I didn't really have anything else that I wanted to do or was any good at. So it was about, I wanted to stick at cricket and um, managed to sort of keep my foot in the door with Somerset and um, just kind of slowly, I was playing a lot of second team over there and um, we had overseas spinners, Murali Kartik, Abdurrahman. Um, and yeah, I mean, opportunity was hard to come by, but think actually that time to kind of work on my game as a spinner um you know it's a, a craft that takes probably longer than others um and you know I looked up to someone like Graham Swan who made his debut at 29 and then had a five six year amazing career so for me I was thinking right I, I've still got you know however many years till I'm 29 and and you know I can get there slowly and I guess it was about patience and um seeing kind of like a long journey with it rather than anything short term and and slowly things sort of start to happen and actually um made my debut I think when I was 26 um against New Zealand you know I saw in England when Swan retired um obviously Moen's done a great job um but there was kind of a bit of uncertainty around spin and who was going to take that um place so I felt like playing test cricket for England as a spinner was a possibility um and so yeah it was just sort of putting a lot of dedication into it and um yeah um my debut was in New Zealand at um the Hagley Oval which was amazing um beautiful ground yeah lovely and obviously lots of army army there um and yeah just really good memories from that week and and that definitely left me wanting more of that and um yeah I just loved loved the kind of atmosphere of test cricket and um I felt like I kind of you know I guess when you kind of play at that level you don't know how you're gonna respond to the kind of pressures of it and I felt like I thrived in it and and I wanted more of that so um yeah and and uh, you know I played on some tours in the subcontinent which has been really good for me and 
been lucky as well as Somerset you know in the lead up to playing test cricket was playing on some spinning wickets because actually you know in spin in England maybe like in Australia you know it's hard to kind of um, build up a reputation because you don't bowl that much so I think um, playing on those spinning wickets you know it really propelled me forward and and um, you know being in those pressured situations of having to bowl teams out and be the main man um, definitely helps as a spinner and getting those overs in as well. So, yeah, all of those things combined. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's amazing how things kind of work out. And, and now could be playing at the Gabba. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, mm. Which um, I hear, like, the crowd's lovely to you as an Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be a, a, an interesting uh, experience. Uh, and you've never been out to Australia with the England team. Have you been with the England Lions? You've yeah. Been so the last Lions tour, um, sorry, the last in Ashes tour, the Lions came out here um, and I was on that. So, um, yeah, I sort of, I went to the, Gab, uh, to the Gabba to watch the first day of the, that test match. So you got a feel for the crowd and... Um, and that first day, and and I think obviously they try to work it so the Lions tours sort of um, link in with, you know, so that you know future players could be um, there in a few years with the main side, and and obviously it's worked out like that for me, and just really excited, um, you know, it's um, it's going to be very special. Sorry for my ignorance, but the Lions is that like the Australian England, England, sort of thing? England, England, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So give it as a small piece of trivia, actually, skin. Yeah. Uh, I once, when I drove a horrific bomb of a car, yeah, uh, I, I played a game against Johnny Bairstow and James Taylor, who were in the England Lions team. And I had to drop them back to the hotel, and they were in a Ford Festiva that was the <laughs> oldest, rustiest car. Oh, oh, where was that at? Uh, in here or over UK? No, here in yeah, at the Sunshine Coast. Sunshine Coast. Oh, really? where, yeah. Yeah, so right. it would have been probably the year, like one of the years before you got here. Mm, yeah, and like Johnny Bairstow was an absolute gun. Yeah, like in that game, he got a hundred off about three balls. God, <laughs> God, God, I hope he put deodorant on after day in the field. <laughs> I didn't even have a shower. No, anyway. I had to even thought I stunk bad. <laughs> Obviously, it was good for him. So I like to claim that I got both of those. Probably that car trip could have been the difference. And yeah, right. He really involved taught him all that now, as well. He's now playing for England. So I mean, you are the oh, magic right. touch. You've got golden mm. fingers, as they say. I don't want to say it, guys, but sometimes you can't fight fate. Fuck What? Thanks for that. So uh, let any other England players know if they want to play. Come see Lethal. <laughs> I'll drive them home. That sounds quite weird. Let's word that differently. <laughs> uh, Leachy, on the, the crowd situation, so what what is it about Brisbane that makes that make like the, just the, the Brisbane locals hate England, I assume, or, or are quite, just a bit more rude than over in New Zealand or something? Because you would still get plenty of the Barmy Army out here, wouldn't you? Well, um, this, this year, year with oh, COVID, yeah, I yeah, think it's course, actually yeah. going to be yeah, um, quite one-sided. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, was, I went for um, dinner with uh, Jimmy Anderson and uh, Stuart Broad. And obviously, like I haven't been recognised at all. And I think obviously being with Jimmy and Broad, <laughs> we, were, we were in this Mexican and we, we were leaving. And this guy, um, I don't know what you call it. I think it's like a bogan, yeah. <laughs> but is that like say so, so a chav? Uh, every Australian, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Anyway, was he wearing thongs? Yeah, yeah. And he had <laughs> to like be fair, he's got more shoes than what we've got. He had like a racing <laughs> car, like shirt, oh, oh, perfect, yes, and longer yeah. hair. Yes, like not anything against you know. But anyway, no, you're fine. Now you've hit the nail on the head. That's just an Australian that you're describing. Yeah, that's fine. But we um we were just leaving, and he and he ran. He was with his girlfriend i assume having food i think he'd had a few drinks <laughs> but he came running out and he went guys guys i just want to wish you the worst of luck <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't say it once he went the worst the worst of luck and i was like okay, okay. <laughs> and jimmy and Brody were like cheers mate thank you and then this the waiter um he wanted uh, to have a picture with us, so we had a picture. Um, and then, so we're walking off again, and and he comes running again. And, the and same we're like, boy, oh, sure. yeah, we're like, oh, he's got something else to say. And he goes, no, I want to wish you the worst of luck. <laughs> and we were like, oh, and Jimmy was like, oh, you got <laughs> come back with another new one. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So and he was like, guys, 
it's going to be a green seamer at the Gabba. <laughs> and Jimmy, I was like, why are you saying that to Jimmy yeah, Anderson? <laughs> they were literally like, great. <laughs> literally, that's what we want. Um, so yeah, it was an interesting couple of minutes, but yeah, he was very passionate and um, I'm expecting more of that um, at the Gabba. But yeah. Yes. But on the, on the other side of the coin, I mean, I love, uh, on my bucket list is going to an Ashes test match in England just so I can hear the Barmy Oh, army. I couldn't agree more. Oh, I just love them. They so, are brilliant. I think they are geniuses. Yeah. Like, so yeah. How quickly they come up with songs yeah. is unbelievable. The amount of noise, like when they're, like when they're, especially when England are going well, yeah. <laughs> they just build they really, they really get on the front <laughs> like, foot, don't you they? Can, you can hear them like on the telecast. Yeah. It's just, it's unbelievable. It like, is. They uh, are, they are the best. Um, they, they travel everywhere. Like, and um, they do have a song for everything and they keep keep us going. And um, yeah, they are amazing. And, and I think what's great is that they kind of interact with the um, opposition fans and they interact with the opposition players as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they offer a lot and, and uh, it's, it's a shame that they they might not be here. But I, I don't know whether there'll be some... Hopefully obviously there's English who have moved out yeah. to live yeah. in Australia and hopefully they can kind of... Um, fill in well it's just so much better we've had this discussion a lot as like then like what do we get out here we get the Aussie 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 oi 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 we just hate that we, we think oh, that's no. the most overrated yeah. thing in the world like, yeah Aussie 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 or you are a wanker which is <laughs> yeah. quite yeah. funny in the right context <laughs> man. Yeah. especially when nah, it's like, the, security, <laughs> the security guard's still in the beach ball when they do you are a wanker I laugh oh, I still think it sucks to be honest with you yeah, I really like, do the first time if you hear it at like 1pm you're like that's quite humorous but then by the time they've done it 952 yeah. times mm. it, that's what I love about the Barmy Army and also the other thing I love is that they're just relentless like if you're going <laughs> bad remember when Mitchell Johnson didn't know where they were going yeah. that year and they had that song that was yeah, like he bowls to the left he bowls to the, the left, left. <laughs> <laughs> to the right. and Mitchell, Mitchell Johnson, Johnson is shot <laughs> What do they all do for a living that they're just flying around the world following the yeah, so that's that. Like, how do they afford to just because some of them go to every trip yeah. and it's like, what do they do? Like, and they have, but the good thing is they have 12 schooners at every ground as well, so it's beer prices as well. It's oh, yeah. incredible. <laughs> well, yeah, you're like getting on the trip is good enough, yeah. there, but they've obviously got some spending money. They buy flags, <laughs> costumes, yeah, yeah. Beer, and 400 uh, beers a, a day. Summer out here, their skin tone like changes some sort of like, uh, I guess, a normal one, and they've just got red beetroot faces being out in the sun <laughs> yeah, for 20 days. But yeah, they, they, the atmosphere that they deliver, honestly, that yeah. is just fantastic. Mm. I'd, I would love to get to a game, especially on home soil, where they can where they can do that. And probably one of those games where they where they were most impressive. Uh, and I just love watching. I mean, I, I I don't know. I guess I'm slightly different. Like I'm a Australian. I like seeing the Australian cricket team do well. But I'm not like a diehard like. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be running up to Jimmy Anderson. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> Screaming at him. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you, you got a haircut, didn't you? <laughs> so you're probably what, not going to miss. Why me. the hell are you wearing a Holden shirt? <laughs> you're not going to see me uh, attacking you in a Mexican restaurant. But I mean, the game of cricket that Leachy, I think it's fair to say that you and there's so much that you can unpack from this game that probably was like the key defining moment for you, certainly in your career so far, uh, was that 2019 Ashes. Was it the third test? Third test. Third test? I want to say uh, yeah, the third test, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I didn't play the first test and then second test was at Lords, and that was a, a draw and, and then the third test at Headingley got bowled out for 80 first innings and um, oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't looking good. Um, <laughs> no. And then Ben Stokes happened. <laughs> um so yeah, it was um, yeah, unbelievable game. The atmosphere there was like incredible. Can you take um, us back to? Do you reckon the moment where you have to walk out to bat? You've opened the batting for England before, yeah. but you're going yeah, out. You're at effectively at, you're effectively asked to cook. Effectively, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Or um, left-handed Hashim Amla. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't open in that game. No, I know no, that. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> win, so that was just before. Yeah, well, and yeah. actually, that that game obviously gave me a lot of confidence for mm. what happened at Headingley because, um, you know, I got to spend some time in the middle, which I don't get to do a lot, <laughs> um, and managed to get 90-odd. And actually, it was quite important. Um, 
That was against that was all, that, that was, was against uh, that was you in, also a, been in bowled a out. game where like that could have gone real pear shape. Yeah, I'm real sure epically. you got bowled out for like a really yeah, last yeah, we did. Yeah, Murtar, on the first morning, Murtar yeah. kept hitting people in the pads. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this was just after the World Cup. So the World Cup final had happened, mm. and um, and then yeah, we were probably a little bit off it in that Ireland game, um, and yeah, it's like. I got some runs and and that was amazing at Lords, incredible. Uh, but you know, I thought now I've got out, like the batters will come in and score some runs, and they didn't. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, that is a really important knock." And so I ended up with man of match. <laughs> Um, and I was get like, runs? "Were you hitting them well?" Or they smacked like, it. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, really? I did bat well. But smacked it. Like yeah, I mean Tim Murta, great bowler. Okay. Like a bit slower like so um and the wicket was right green yeah. um and the only reason i think oh, i don't know i thought like it was a little bit you know these international batters probably didn't weren't used to this kind of wicket these kind of bowlers and um for me it suited me down to the <laughs> tee so um but yeah i know it's good to spend some time out there and then obviously you get called up into the ashes squad and you're like could be slightly different with uh, Stark, <laughs> Cummins, Hazelwood. Um, and first innings in that Headingley game, I got pulled around my legs because my trigger was so big because I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about triggers. Yeah. Who was bowling? Um, Hazelwood. Line. <laughs> <laughs> Manus Labashan. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, and I remember having a net on like the morning of the last day and I was all I was telling myself was like small trigger small trigger <laughs> and um so that I wouldn't go as far and um yeah so um Stokesy out there was saying to me small trigger nut small trigger <laughs> and then um yeah because I in doing some homework for this research I watched the video of which I'm sure we'll cover as well you coming out to the middle after the knock to and you like recreated oh, the signal. Yeah, you can, you can hear you do that. You're certain of small trigger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the greatest single anyone's yeah. ever seen. How ever many times did I send you that video? Yeah, oh, I just loved it so much. It yeah. Just... It, um, I was really embarrassed that that video got out because it wasn't meant to. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, oh, we went, like Rudy said, it. after the game to like go and have a drink at the wick- on the wicket and kind of, you know, take in what had happened. Um, and then Butler was like, oh, do you single? <laughs> like, so they were getting me to like clean the glasses and like um, do the small trigger and then like run. And then I was like, yeah, I was, I was pretty drunk at the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I can blame it on. And then, uh, but then, yeah, we, so we won that and then we lost the next game and then uh, Steve Smith was um, celebrating with the glasses on. So I think that was uh a bit of a come, come yeah. back at me, but um, you said it was meant to be Chris Rogers, but I'm not sure. Uh, I was not okay. bothering that. I'll be honest with him. Uh, he probably didn't want to get out of it, yeah. to be fair. But then after yeah. the series, we um, we had a drink together, and I was like, right, get these glasses on, we're having a picture together. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Why did the glasses become like a little bloody cult well, thing? I Isn't I your kept- Twitter handle still... What, Jack Leach's glasses or something? Yeah, well, there was um, a couple of Twitter accounts that came out. Um, Jack okay. Leach's glasses and Jack Leach's glasses cloth. So <laughs> I was like watching conversation between <laughs> my cloth and my glasses on Twitter, which is a bit weird. Is that um, something you... Have you always worn glasses to bat? No, 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 no. Um, I, I don't... I didn't when I was no, with no. you guys. So I, I would have... Um, I had a random eye test and they said that I needed glasses so yeah, Lee's just said that um, yeah that's, that's what it uh, turns out I would have averaged 180 if I had worn glasses <laughs> I've been bloody seeing a speck of dust and still scoring runs <laughs> trying to sort your trigger out you just <laughs> check your eyes can't even see what I'm doing <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, you did. Is the glasses cleaning like the cleaning of the glasses in that innings was vicious? Like it was routine. Yeah. Well, it's because I was sweating so much, <laughs> and um, they kept steaming up. And obviously, I just for that innings, like sometimes I would just like when I'm batting, I would, if there's a little bit of something, I would just leave it. 
But in, for that innings, I was just like, every ball mattered so much. I was just like, I have to be on it because mm. obviously I was only facing one or two balls and over because of how Stokes he wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, with 70 to win, yeah. I came out there thinking, <laughs> you know, I'd probably have to get like 20 or 25 not out here. <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't happening. Um, <laughs> Joe, Joe Root said to me, Joe this is Root. such a lesson in mental strength. Yeah. <laughs> this is not happening. Joe Root said to me, this is not over until they've got, uh, like, there's not two people out there or whatever. Uh, when I was waiting to bat and I was like I went yeah yeah and I was like <laughs> <laughs> mate this is never happening and um, so I walk out there and I'm like and Stokes is like um, just get to the end of this over if you can inspirational so then I get to the end of the over and then um, he goes right this is how we're going to do it you're going to face one or two balls and over and I was thinking oh okay that's that's good um, and so then, yeah, we, um, well, quickly, I just couldn't believe how quickly things sort of changed and, um, he played some ridiculous shots. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, for someone who is, I, you know, I thought played off, you know, complete instinct and everything. He actually had like quite a clear plan of, you know, what boundary he wanted to target, um, which bowlers and, um, yeah. Um, just ridiculous skill and um, yeah he was he was amazing it's amazing <laughs> that he could, you could walk out to him and he could say here's what's going to happen you're going to face one or two yeah. balls and then just hit a single when he wanted to yeah well that's because yeah. that's like well they didn't obviously they spread the field um, for him yeah mm. so you know there were actually we got quite a few twos early mm. in the over which I, th I think probably looking back they might have done that differently get your momentum yeah, down doesn't right. it yeah, yeah. and um, so even when yeah when he miss hit we maybe got two um, and then with the boundaries and 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 then it was whether they brought the field in on the on the fourth or fifth or sixth ball so yeah, mm. um, yeah so, um, usually we take one and then I'd need to face two balls and mm. um he was like had his head down for some of them like you couldn't even watch me back offended I, like, I, I just got 92 at Lords he couldn't watch me I was literally facing up and I saw him like Cummins was running in and I saw him not looking I was like what's he doing and I was like shit no watch the ball <laughs> How many um, balls did you end up facing? I faced 17 balls. Oh. Um, and I got one um, off my yeah, last yeah, ball. Yeah, you got one, <laughs> um, so, um In that whole partnership, you only had to face 17 rocks. Yeah. That's pretty bloody crucial. I reckon he must have faced 17 as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say, he would have hit the 70 very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hit 10 sixes off the month. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What was he, what, like, between overs and stuff? Like, yeah, what's he chatting to you about? about? Like, has he... Yeah, I can't really remember, but I mean, it was pretty chilled, just like. But look, is he giving you plans of how to face bowlers and stuff, or is he just backing you? Up? Um, no, he's just saying watch, watch the ball. Okay. You know, um, small trigger. He kept reminding me about that, yeah. um, and was just like, you know, it's, what do you send him? Like, keep going, mate. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so chilled, and um, okay. yeah, it was um, not until we got really close that I think it got a little bit panicky yeah, from both yeah. of us squeaky bum um, yeah, yeah. yeah and I guess because when it's so far off you kind of there's nothing to lose mm, yeah. um, and then it gets closer and you're like oh I'd quite like to do this now <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah what about the run out the near run out oh, yeah that that ruins it for me like watching back because yeah. um, oh Stokes was so angry with me when we got back in after the game oh, <laughs> he's yeah. like what were you doing and I, because I thought that was the fifth ball. And so I was like, he was going to be looking for one now. We hadn't had the conversation where he was like, do you know what? I'm just going to finish it this over because it was like four to win. Um, so that ball, there was almost run out. Um, and, you know, it happened so quickly and um, just so thankful. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, um, Lion missed it. Mm. And then... Um, the next ball was the, the, the referral that he yeah. didn't have mm. that was LBW. How did that look for you? Because like, we made a massive shambles of that game, obviously. Like, yeah. I didn't well, think it looked out. It was not it. I thought it was I'm going down leg when I was okay. up there. Because I, yeah. I think 
like DRS, I don't know, sometimes it looks like it, mm. when it clips two pads, it kind of takes the wrong line. That's yeah. exactly so what yeah. happened. So I yeah. felt like that, yeah. that's what had happened. Mm. And whether they did it in a rush just to add to the drama yeah. of, oh, they yeah. should have kept the review mm. from the last over, which was never out. Yeah. Um, but I just think if I'd, if I'd not missed that and they, like we got a run, whether then they would have had a review and mm. then they would have reviewed it and it would have been out, I don't know. But um, things don't work yeah. like that, mm. do they? Um but yeah, it was um, yeah, crazy, crazy day. And was there you? You then like I don't know. There was a glasses company that put up a tweet saying Specsavers. Jack yeah. Leach will never pay for a set of glasses again. <laughs> I was stoked he sorted me out with that. He said, um, like, he said to them, like, you should give him free glasses for life. And they said, yeah, we'll give him a free pair every year. Um, they've been following. Um, I've had. Yeah, I am due some, I think. <laughs> you um, even get us some too, are you there? But unfortunately, uh, it's fallen through. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And so, you obviously, like, that, that game was incredible, so that's always going to be a massive talking point. But yeah. I imagine you are probably more interested in bowling. Uh, yeah. how, how, how did you bowl throughout that? Like, I obviously um, don't have as clear a memory of the series as you would, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How well, I felt like I, I did okay. Um, I, I can't remember how many wickets I got exactly maybe like 12 or something in four four games so yeah. um I did a, did all right and um definitely gave me confidence that you know I could bowl at these guys um so yeah I felt like it went well um and I think you guys are right like it's probably what I'm sort of known for and I guess like that's what I kind of um you know these kind of opportunities playing in another Ashes series gives you the chance mm. to kind of um, be remembered differently maybe for good reasons or for bad yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. it's just such an amazing opportunity to you know there's no other series like it yeah. um, in terms of how you feel um, you know y- your reputation can um, goes a long way in these series um, mm. and it, which I think is exciting um, yeah. and looking forward to it and I, I certainly don't uh, mean to belittle your bowling achievement by any stretch I just find it amazing that your one not out yeah. with just the attention that it yeah. received. I mean, you I mean, were it's very a cult figure yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, for that. it's very English, isn't it? I think um, <laughs> I felt like people thought my contribution was more than Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I had to sort of say that, that Stokes helped me out here. <laughs> like, look, I couldn't have done it without Stokes. He yeah. got me on strike. Yeah. <laughs> he helped me out on a couple of occasions. <laughs> But um, yeah, otherwise switch it off Nathan Lyon. That went into Rose Ed. That was he played a switch it when I knew a nine down. Did he? he did, didn't oh, he? What he went mine. What made he went mine? How did he decide to do that? Shot. That's mental. It is all. Yeah, it was. Um, all his sixes were going just over the road. Yeah. So everyone that went up, I was like, oh, that's out. End of the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it just carried over. And um, yeah, but um, yeah, very English that. I've come out of it so well, given that I almost ran myself out. As well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think the next game, um, I walked into bat at Manchester and like literally the whole place like stood up as I'm walking out to bat. And uh, Nathan Lyon goes to me, you owe, uh, I said something I, I, I said to him actually I said I owe you a beer and he's like, you owe me more than that. You owe me a whole case. Because <laughs> that day when he was bowling, every time the fielders threw it back to them. They were going, ooh, way. Oh, like, that's, that's, that's a long day. That's a long day. He bowled like 30 overs in the day. It was a he oh, like, To be fair, he played up to it really well and he dropped a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was um, it was a long day. Oh, that's <laughs> unbelievable. And you were telling us a story as well about uh, something else that happened in that series in terms of your box or protector of your green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk us yeah. through that yeah. one. What happened um, so in the first game I played in that series at, at Lords, um, second innings, there's a few quick wickets and Stokes is getting ready really late as usual. And um, he can't find his box anywhere. And he's like, oh, Leach, can I borrow your box? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Here it is. And then, so he's, he wears that and he gets a hundred. Mm. Um, and he's like, I've got to keep this box now. Because the box before he had was, he used to be Collingwood's. Um, but he got 100 when he used that and then he had to keep using that and then he lost that. So 
he was like, it's a lucky box. I've got to wear it. Um, and then the next game, Headingley, so I got a new box. And then the next game at Headingley, we're both out there with my boxes on. <laughs> and we chased 70, like, and I was like, right, you've got to keep that box forever. Like, So, yeah, um, I was happy for him to have it if he kept doing that. <laughs> Are you superstitious like that as well? Have you got little superstitions like that? Um no, 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 no. Um, not really at all. Cause You're happy to run with a new box. <laughs> no issues there. <laughs> I did, um, after the Ashes series, I changed all my grips to uh, red grips. And then I went to New Zealand and got sepsis. And I was really ill. Um, and then I went to South Africa and I had to go back home from that tour because I was still ill. Um, so it was a terrible winter. And Saxby, <laughs> Phil Saxby at M&H said to me, you can't. You, red grips have got to go you're back to white um so yeah that's the only thing that i've kind of said okay i'm happy mm. to, to stick to white grips yes very fit <laughs> what happened with the sepsis situation yeah. what was going on there? we had that well, as a point that we were unsure if we should to bring up or yeah talk about. no 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 so from more serious point of view just for mm. one minute um yeah. well i've got crohn's disease so um the medication I'm on for that is uh, like weakens my immune system. Mm. Um, so I got like um, just food poisoning um, and that turned into sepsis. So um, it's where it kind of an infection in your blood. And um, yeah, I was, I had a moment there where I thought I was on, yeah, on my deathbed because um, I was falling asleep and I was like, oh, something was telling me not to go to sleep and um yeah and then they I got rushed to hospital had a drip and the um antibiotics and quickly started to feel a little bit better so um managed to pull through um and yeah but it's something that obviously from a health point of view I've got to keep on top of um but yeah that was a bit of a low and I think that's been a kind of sort of a uh, common theme for my career has been there's been ups and downs all the way through and um you know I know when I'm in a good moment a bad moment's not too far mm-hmm. away and and similar the other ways you know it keeps you going when things are tough is actually um you know it'll come good so um that's been a good for me I think yeah because that how long did that have you out for you yeah I was out for um two series which is quite a lot in international mm. cricket you think like yeah. that can have a big impact on um it's half a year your, really, isn't your it? chances yeah. Yeah. yeah and and um then we went to sri lanka and then that was when covid um hit and we were going home and we didn't play in that series so kind of when we started in lockdown in england it kind of was a low point for me because i didn't i felt like i kind of lost my place after sort of yeah getting it back or, or getting it um, during the ashes and, and feeling like, th- you know, that 2019 summer, I loved it. And um, yeah, it felt like a long way away and I wasn't sure whether I'd play again, really. Um, and obviously a little bit happening on the other side of the fence. Obviously you're preparing, busy preparing. I think you've got a couple of games coming up this week and yeah. in the lead up to the first test. Uh, a little bit happening on the on the other side of the fence, which we talked about on the podcast um, recently in terms of obviously Tim Payne probably won't feature, certainly not for the first test. And I don't, mean, you can't really I can't see imagine him playing yeah. the, the remaining ones either. No, playing at all. Do you have any expectations? Like as a, as a team, as like an England squad, do you sit down and think about who you might be playing against and, and spend much time sort of looking at what your opposition's going to look like? Definitely. I think obviously we've... Um, played against these guys quite a bit now um we've got a lot of experience in the team um so but we will do um analyst stuff leading up to that first test um and yeah we're not sure who's who's coming in yet I don't think it's been announced but um once it is I think there's lots of footage of um state cricket and and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing um but um yeah, I think I think mainly we look to focus on ourselves and making sure we're in the right headspace for for what's to come. But um, obviously, yeah, those individual battles, um, yeah, it's important to to be aware. Um, why? Who do you think is coming in? <laughs> well, I I thought 
I've talked about that I think that – I think I said on the podcast that Jimmy Pearson should keep, uh, but I did acknowledge that I was incredibly biased because he plays yes. at the same club as myself and Mitch. Yes. Uh, who in, in all genuine – like if I, was, if I was naming it really genuinely, I, I thought that Inglis would, would keep. I thought that he would go – Next best keeper, next best batter. Like I think he ticks both those boxes, and I thought he would be in. But then Goaty's pretty convinced that Kerry will come in. Kerry got a hundred in state cricket yesterday, which probably yeah. is pretty yeah. good timing. Yeah, I, I'm fairly. I, I'm not. I'm percent sure it'll be Kerry, and I, I, I've got my fingers crossed. Uzi Kawaja bats five as well. So wow, yeah, fantastic. Well, I, I made my debut for Valleys when Uzi, Uzi made his debut for Valleys yeah. as well. So oh, right. yeah, um, and I think. As he's quality player, and I, I don't know why he's not played more really, and how he's well, not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is one of those noodle scratches. <laughs> I mean, he only averages sixty-five in Australia, I guess. Uh, yeah, we've all done that. Hang on, what, what was he doing at the time? Was that before he played state cricket, or for Fuzzy for Valleys? No, yeah. he'd moved nah, up from New was, South. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, right. So yeah. Ed, uh, Leach's debut game, I remember it vividly. It was, it was his debut game as well. We got one hundred and twenty. And they got him nine down on the last ball of the day in a two-day game. So we had to play again the next week, and both teams have played. That was his and Leach's debut. Valley, that's, that's, West. that's a good game. West. Typical I'd, good wicket, West. Obviously, yeah. I dropped a catch when they were nine down off Matt Petrie. Yeah. That we could have won. Yeah, good idea. Mm. Yeah. Some guy absolutely abused me that game as well. Like Aaron Nye. <laughs> no hair. Yeah. The caddy for um, Adam yeah. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> he gave you a real bath, oh didn't he? Why did he? What did he do? Why did you get a rinsing again? I don't know why. I can't remember why, but he was so angry at me. <laughs> he was an angry man. Holy oh, hell, he wow. could play cricket though, my he goodness so gracious. Good. I thought he was going to kill me. Yeah. And that's like everything in Australia. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of that as well, remember we had that really big storm against the Gold Coast? I was like, oh, buddy, this storm's going to kill us. I was talking about the game. Leach looks at me and goes, really? <laughs> oh, because everything no. in Australia kills you. Yeah. No, mate, it's just a hailstorm. We're fine. Probably move your car inside, yeah, though. You've got two wheels yeah. on it. <laughs> Push it inside. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Um, I had something else to ask you. you well, yeah, I had again. something as well before we got massively sidetracked. Back on the the wicketkeeping business and and spin bowling and stuff. Nathan Lyon uh, commented this week about that situation, I suppose, and he, I think he was, he was essentially saying that Tim Payne's the best keeper in the country, and he, as a spin bowler, he wants to bowl with the best keeper in the country behind behind the stumps. Have you have you got any big wise words there, mate? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I don't do wise words. Okay, great. But, That's um, the greatest answer I've ever heard no. on this podcast. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to add. Who's um, the best keeper that you've bowled? Like when? Who's yeah the best club yeah, that you've I bowled think, to? Yeah, I could have asked that better. That's, club, that's where I was going. I think I know who I think it is in England. Mm. Who I've seen keep Ben Fogarty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's an absolute jet. Yeah, yeah. Um, his keeping is. Is he Unbelievable. Here? Yeah, he's uh, with the Lions. Um, so, yeah, um, he's just amazing. And to be fair, like when he, because he played a couple of tests in India earlier in the year and um, just obviously tough ki- keeping conditions um, against spin and, and just, yeah, he is amazing. Um, but they so, often only just pick him for the subcontinent tours more so, don't they, where they're probably more emphasis mm. on a Glubman because mm. it's so yeah. much harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's um, I guess we've got Joss and, and Johnny Bairstow as well. And so they're kind of both um, in as batters and, and then um, it's just trying to fit everyone in. And mm. I think longer term, um, I still think folks, he can play a lot in the test team because um, his keeping is that good. And, and he's a very good batter as well. So, um, he just needs to get a run uh, um, at some point, and and yeah, um, I think I'd listen to anything that Nathan Lyon says because I, um, I mean, I'll definitely look up to him. Um, but obviously, I think you know those comments were probably just before things happened, and I guess he's trying to yeah. um, show yeah. some support for, yeah. for him, mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, 
now obviously it's going to be someone different and I'm sure he'll he'll get behind them as well and say yeah, yeah, yeah. they're good government as well <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> not going to come out in the media uh, and pan Warney would Warney uh, would come out in the media uh, and uh, cast, cast spells on them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Carey looks up from what he's done in one day cricket as well um, and he's come over and played uh, counter cricket mm. and looks a good catcher really really good player and good batter and apparently he's a great bloke as well I've heard yeah, he's a legend actually. So really, you know, yeah. I do know him from Adelaide. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, really? So, uh, PM, he, uh, the PM the name you just dropped, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know everyone. Uh, Jimmy uh, Pearson will be fuming. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jimmy more, obviously. <laughs> just want to clarify that on the record. Skin push record over there, would you? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, and the one other story that I reckon you told that made me laugh so much. Um, very different conditions playing in England to Australia. So in England, like you guys, like broad mm. and. Uh, Jimmy Anderson like Wait, they look horrific to face mm. and, you know those wickets that nip I mean David Warner in the last mm. Ashes to where everyone seemed to throw out his record out the yeah. window and be calling oh, for yeah. his head because yeah. he didn't I remember having that discussion on the podcast at the time because yeah. people I forget that he averages yet. 50 mm. yeah I haven't bowled to him well I played four tests against him but he didn't, oh, he didn't yeah, yeah. stay yeah, in long yeah. he got out <laughs> the first ball. 10 point. balls and Stuart Broad went round the, round the wicket and he got out great form at the moment and yeah. Um, yeah. it's going to be different yeah different but, gravy but interesting gravy and, interesting yeah. how how do they go sort of the, the batters how do they prepare for playing on sort of faster bouncier I guess typically Australian wickets you've given us a little bit of insight to this that I think is quite humorous well, I think the coaches have decided that they're going to just bomb us in the nets. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I've just seen them bowling the, the slingers, guys with the slingers things, you know what they... Sidearm. Sidearm, side yeah, yeah sidearm. Um, you told me that there's someone that's come across specifically just for that role, a coach that's come specifically... Well, he's, a, he's the only left arm one and he's staying on. I think he was originally here for the first month with the Lions. Yeah. But I think he's staying on now because um, he's that he's a left arm slinger, and he bowls oh, rapid, side doesn't arm. he? He bowls so fast if <laughs> he wants to. Although he bowled at me today, and he, he did slow it down a bit. That's nice. Um, <laughs> That's nice. So I think Starky will do the same. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitchell, too quick that one. I think a couple off. Star balls, Jim, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I might say that to Stark. Yeah, <laughs> he, he listens. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so yeah, we've got the coaches are going fast and short at us, and that's how we're uh, preparing. But um, no, like I think um, we got out here with about a month till the first test, so we've had lots of time um, in nets, and obviously the weather hasn't been great, so. Um, we missed out on a bit of practice time in the middle, but you know I think our the guys from the World Cup who have just finished their quarantine tomorrow morning, so they join up with us tomorrow. Oh yeah, um, and Australia will obviously be out as well from their quarantine. So it's um, it's been a, a tricky preparation for both both teams, I think, and um, obviously it's just uh, getting the next week or so right and and. Uh, giving it a good go yeah absolutely I was just going to ask as well we've obviously talked there about the preparation for batsmen in sort of the different countries how do you how do you think about spin bowling over in Australia versus England is it hugely different obviously like subcontinent is very yeah. different stuff like that but I think I think the ball obviously Kookaburra goes a bit softer um, so the juke tends to stay a bit harder so the seam stays harder so you probably get a little bit more from the ball oh, yeah. um, but um, and I think it's the bounce over here. Um, so trying to get that overspin on the ball. Um, so yeah, that's what I've, you know, been working hard on mm. um, different scene positions, um, you know, um, but it's, it's going to be about doing the simple things well still and, um, and being good in the moment. And um, that's what I'll try and do. Mm. Any uh, yeah. any mystery balls you're going to unleash for the yeah. Ashes series? <laughs> I usually face them pretty well, Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> One that goes the other way, that it get go to yep. <laughs> No, I think I'll leave. Fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. I remember Nathan Lyon used to like tell everyone about that Jeff, Jeff ball. ball. He uh, bowled yeah. one time. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you got Jacks Rudolph LBW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe okay. I should 
Yeah. No, keep it under wraps, Lee. Like, yeah, 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 under your hat. Yeah. You can call it Lee. It's called Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Nut. <laughs> the nut. What a, the what nut. A nut. <laughs> what a nut. That is good. It slips out of his hand and gets hit into Rosette. <laughs> Sorry, Rudy. I tried the nut. Uh, <laughs> Rudy will just say that was not a good ball. Oh, Come what on, in the Lee, world? You, Lee. Come on. you do oh, one now. No. <laughs> Well, Leachy, we should probably let you go and buddy get that preparation started, mate, for the first test. We certainly hope that you are playing in that first test. We'll certainly come. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. Too. But yeah, we want to wish there. you the worst of luck. Green seamer, the camera. <laughs> it's gonna be a green seamer. Oh, that'll be good for us. Yeah, yeah but we've got the best swing bowler. We've got the best swing bowler in history. <laughs> no, we got no idea. We're gonna do. That's what you call not the best sledging. <laughs> I don't know, we can just get back to your Mexican there, but. <laughs> Uh, that's what we want to give Jimmy Anderson. Why will about his nicked it again? Australia's been bowled out for forty, despite being the worst, the worst of luck. It's <laughs> the bloke in a Holden t-shirt from Bathurst. <laughs> this bloke with the Holden t-shirt, the curator at the Gabba. <laughs> So done. We were doing an outro or something, weren't we? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, we've lost it. We've absolutely lost it. Right. Jack Leach, ladies and gentlemen, you've been fantastic, Cheers, mate. Thank you so much for being on the We Got the Chocolates podcast. Go, go very well. I can't say it. <laughs> Please go well. We wish you the best of luck. <laughs> and go Holden. <laughs> well, that's the podcast. So, what the hell are you still doing here? Go and get the chocolates, you marvellous beast. <laughs> <laughs>